recording uh black people shit um so again on this episode i'm just giving you a call uh you're a fellow black person um first first thing that i have well before we get started go ahead and introduce yourself to the people yeah people i am a black man (laughs) let me stop (laughs) (laughs) nah man what you doing world man you know the voice it's dj really dope ring kareem you know what I'm saying? Call me whatever, just don't call me ugly because your mama don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, shit, chilling, man, chilling, man, getting ready to start this episode. So the first thing that I have for you, um, let me go here real quick. Do you feel as if the world is really paying attention to the whole Black Lives Matter movement? Yeah, I think the world like has been aware of it. Mm-hmm. But now because stuff is starting to get burnt and destroyed, we are actually having people pay more attention than they have ever before. Right. So they're definitely aware of it more than was before because it's a scary time for some people. So they know what's going on. Facts. They, have, they just need to act accordingly now that we got their attention. Very true. Very true. Do you feel as if the, the care that majority of the white people that you know, express towards the Black Lives Matter. Do you think it's genuine? Some care I think is genuine. Some of it, I feel like it's just the same face mm-hmm. to say that you're doing something instead of being silent because I feel like when people stay silent, it looks bad. Right. So to avoid that, some people are just making enough noise where it's like, okay, they may be an ally even though I don't think they're not. I'm not sure if they are they aren't. But people are making noise to stay relevant. Like some of the companies, like I've said before, like they act like black people just started existing with some of the things they sure. acknowledge. So it kind of like, it looks you rub me the wrong way in some instances, but it's like, I'm not going to be that guy that complains about everything. Facts. But some of it, you know, some of it I feel like is not as genuine as it should, but I get it. They have to say something in order to keep their consumer base to keep certain people happy, to keep, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they got to do what they do. So I feel like it's 50-50. You know the ones that are genuine, and you know the ones that are on the fence. It's just you got to know how to move. Right, right. Nah, not, I believe that for real because, like, my whole thing was, like, once, once like, it really started capturing the media's eyes and ears and whatnot, like, I, I kind of figured, yeah. like, eventually it would start showing up on the television screen, you feel me? And now it's being yep. shown in commercials and whatnot. And, like, I'm, I'm like, uh, I have a 50-50 feeling about that as well, you know, because it's like, alright, cool, you guys are expressing the fact that, you know, Black Lives Matter, and it needs to be addressed. But at the same time, it's like, why is it, why did it take you guys this long to acknowledge that? Exactly. And publicize it, it you feel me? Long. And publicize it, yeah, it shouldn't have taken that long. That's something that you should have, they should have been aware of, they should have been doing, but like I said, motherfuckers don't hear you until you start burning something down, until you start acting quote-unquote crazy, mm-hmm. and that's when they hear you and they start respecting you, you start wilding for respect. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and I definitely understand it now, because back like at the beginning of uh, my Black People episodes, like I was kind of on the fence about people destroying shit, but yeah, growth. I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. You definitely have to, you have to break some shit to get a conversation going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your take on Tory Lanez and the Meg the Stallion situation? Do you think he meant to harm her? Uh, 
man, it's really tough because it's like you would hope not, but the way that it's looking, man, it ain't looking too sweet for your boy. Mm. It's mm. not looking good. Like it's looking real, it's looking real shaky. At first, I thought he was defending her, protecting her, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But as time went on. As time went on, the story, well, not necessarily the story, but the response and outpour that we get doesn't tell that story that we once wished would have been what we thought it was. Right, right. So I really feel like it's a fucked up situation. As a man, you should never want to put your hands on a woman for any for any reason at all and let him shoot a woman. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, he was That's out of pocket. Cool. He was yeah, definitely so you, out of pocket. Yeah, so you definitely take two L's for that one. Like, for arguing with a woman and then trying to shoot a woman, like, that's just insane. Mm-hmm. And I was over here thinking about it, too. Uh, just the other day, I was like, you know what? The only way we as the people will be able to actually get the truth is if they do a whole quarantine radio with each other. Because yeah, that's that's the only way, like, we're actually going to be able to tell what really happened for real because facial expressions definitely say a lot as well body language body language tells it all mm-hmm. so we got to see what that body language is like but from her post from her post it don't it don't seem too good yeah you know, man picking down on it don't seem too good from the stuff that she's been posting so yeah prayers to them with that one because it looks bad yeah looks real bad it really do too and that, and that's my nigga too man and hell yeah that is your boy i was about to say Tory Lanez is your guy yeah bro so it's just like uh, bro i don't know what to do bro like you got some explaining to do bro because i fuck with meg mm-hmm. that's you got some, lots of explaining to do mm-hmm. um let's see Oop, I need to turn that off. what is okay so once again just like i explained earlier um i also do a dear white people message. Matter of fact, I rather I want you to do two. So for this uh-huh. black people shit episode, I want you to do a dear white message or a dear white people message, as okay. well as a dear black people message. Any preference on what you want first? It's it's anything that you want. Go ahead and drop a message right. to the people. Dear black people, there's no such thing as black on black crime. Oh, yes, niggas kill each other. Niggas fight each other but they do not do it to be above each other. We cannot oppress each other. We can attack each other, argue with each other, but we cannot oppress each other. Mm. If you are not in the same neighborhood, it's not a direct attack to keep you in this area, to stop you from doing what you're stopping, because I hold no power to stop you from doing that as if a white man can. So when you want to start the argument about all lives matter and black-on-black crime and black lives matter, they don't go together. That mm. should not be your response. So if that's your mindset, please change your ways. Think about that. Because mm. it's, it's not a thing. Black on black crime is not a thing. That's a bar right there. That's a bar. <laughs> you got your, um, uh, yep, your dear, dear white, white people. people. Mm-hmm. Dear white people, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> please shut up. If you are not aiding financially or stepping up or in between something, please shut up. Mm. Please. Mm. On behalf of myself and niggas everywhere, please shut the fuck up forever. 
if you ain't got nothing good or positive to say. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's another bar. That's yeah, another man. bar. All right, good shit, good shit, man. You want to go ahead and give the people your information on where they can reach you at one more time? Oh, for sure, man. Like I said before, it's Ring. That's it. D-J-R-E-E-M-S-D-O-P-E. DJ Ring's Dope. Across all social media platforms, you can follow me, hit my posts, like some stuff, comment. Don't slide in my DMs, but if you want to work, hit me up in the email, or if you want to discuss something, you can hit me up. Just don't be creepy, man. Just don't be creepy. Ain't got time for that shit. All right, big bad, big bad, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, man. You already know, man. Hey, we we definitely got to talk about that um, opinionated podcast episode two, man. We got to do that. Run that back, run that back one time for the. It's it's needed, bro. We got to. Definitely. All right, I'm gonna hit you up. All right, man. Be easy for sure. You too. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. I am your favorite podcast host. I am from Jupiter. You guys know how to spell it? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This is season two, episode 12. Black people shit. (laughs) You gotta love it. I love the black people episodes. Like, it's just so fun to do. This episode, we're really just going to discuss nothing more but a whole bunch of black people shit. You know, a lot of shit's been going on, man. I took I took a week off doing some black people shit. Um, you know, I was just trying to get my mind together and whatnot, and try to figure out what I can do uh, moving forward with my show uh, in regards of setting up the episodes. Now, for those of you guys that's tuned in. Um, if you have not done an episode with me and you are looking forward to doing an episode with me, please send me an email. When you send me an email, just send me your name, your social media name. Um, if you have a business, send me the name of your business. Uh, send me the type of ideas or conversations that you would like to have on the episode. I'll work around it. You know, I'll work with you and I'll definitely come up with something. So that we can put a dope show together. You feel me? Like, I I definitely want to open the doors for people. I don't know if anyone has seen the post or seen me post about it. But I'm definitely trying to open up the doors for, you know, people that want to come on to a podcast and talk their shit. You know, just another podcast show will accept you. Um, But yeah, again, man, this is Black People Shit, episode 12. Um, whoo, bro, man, I don't even know where to start for real because it's just so much that's really been going on. Um, well, I guess the first thing that we can go ahead and address is on the last episode, skip the fourth episode 11. You know, I discussed about, um, August Alcina addressing the fact that he had a relationship with, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, during the time, during the times, during the few years and whatnot, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith actually answers back and she joins everyone to the red table talk. Now, what was crazy about the red table talk for me, it was that it was out of nowhere. So like I'm at work, you know, 
doing what I need to do for my job and whatnot. And then next thing you know, I get a message from my group chat about it. I get a message from my girlfriend about it. I see it on Facebook. I get tagged on Facebook. I'm like, oh, shit, bro, it's going down. So I instantly put my headphones in. You feel me? Because I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for Jada to come to this red table talk and address what the hell has been going on with her in August. I've seen it. Now, what I did not expect was for her to pull up with Will Smith. Bro, what? Like, as soon as I seen him, I was like, oh, shit, this is about to be real good. Real fucking good. And granted, I think it was like, what, 12, 15 minutes? It was worth it. It was worth listening to. It was worth watching. Um, definitely entertaining. You feel me? Um, the one thing that was funny about the whole Red Table talk is the fact that, you know, Jada Smith was sitting there admitting that she had the relationship with August, but she was calling it an entanglement. Now, that was the first thing that caught my attention. When I first watched it, I promise to God it was because soon as Will was like, let's go ahead and call it what it was. And she was like, I did. I said I had an entanglement with August. Alcina or whatever the case was. And he was like, an entanglement. <laughs> like he just stuck his neck out and he was like, an entanglement let's call it what it is a relationship and she's like yeah a relationship and the one thing that i seen about that um on facebook is uh, a post um from nick vambo shout out to you bro um i i still gotta get him on on an episode but shout out to him but he had posted that um you know there it is again showing women they can't hold accountability. She had the nerve to call it an entanglement instead of a relationship, which is funny, you know, and it kind of is true because at the same time you could see it, you could see. So it's not like, you know, you was just listening to what Jada was saying. You could see it in her face that she was serious about calling it an entanglement. She, she was trying to avoid the fact that it was a relationship and she wasn't trying to call that Jada baby. That's exactly what it was, and you knew it, girl. Don't don't front for the people. Now, her reasoning for doing it, though, you got to think Jada's like forty five, forty six, somewhere around there or whatever. And she said that she wanted to feel young again. Now we all know, as young people, by you saying that you want to feel young again. You definitely wanted some young nigga sex. You feel me? Like you wanted to have sex with a young nigga. That's as it. That's as pure as that. Like you can't get around that. And you know, it's not like she wasn't denying it. I appreciate the fact that Jada Pinkett Smith was admitting to all her faults and all her reasonings for what was going on between August and Alcina along with her and Will Smith because you know they even addressed the relationship that was going on between them at the time they stated that they were separated you know 
both of them had said it right then and then and there that they were separated. Will was talking about he was done. He was about done with her ass. He he didn't want nothing to do with her. Jada was over there talking about yeah you you were you were over me. You, we were done. We were done. We 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 had nothing. You know. So it's it's like we can't all say, and I never really said that he was a homewrecker, but we can't all say that August Alcina is a homewrecker if they admitted that they were separated. So I can see where August Alcina took the whole, or uh, Will Smith gave me his blessing that I could date his wife. Uh, that's probably a little far-fetched now after having the conversation, or not having the conversation, but after watching the conversation with Jada and Will Smith. I, I think that's... I, I think that may be too much you know i don't think will smith gave him a blessing i think it's just the fact that they were separated you know they weren't together you could you could do what you want with who you want like it doesn't matter you know and she even said it herself on there she's talking about some only person that gives permission to be with me is myself she she crooked her neck back. She was like, "Ain't nobody giving permission for this pussy." All right, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but that ain't it. That's basically what she said. <clears throat> My boy Will Smith, man, boy, that man was hurt. I I know he was hurt when he when he heard his wife say, "I just wanted to feel young again." Like, damn. You know, that's, that's really gotta hurt to know that you're not sexing your woman the way that she wants to be sexed. It's like, and to know that another nigga is doing it better than you, like, that's a strong ass nigga for real, especially to stay with Jada, bro, because it's like, damn, she told you right in your face, like, bro, you're not sexing me good. I needed to have sex with somebody that would do me just right. Mm. Hey, my my nigga, my nigga said, bro, I knew Jada Pinkett Smith wasn't shit when she was the only one that made it to Mexico and set it off. I I took off. I took off running, bro. You know how black people always run when they laugh? That's black people shit right there. That's exactly what the fuck I did, bro, because that was hilarious. Man, but nah, bro. Yeah, my nigga Will Smith, man. You can see, you can see the pain in his eyes, bro. I don't know how he was able to even finish that interview strong. You feel me? Like, I, I just don't see it. I just don't. Like, bro, you gotta imagine being in his shoes as a man and trying to catch the understanding for not being able to love your wife the proper way or being able to love your wife the way that she wants to be loved like man stay strong will i we we all gotta pray for will smith man and and that's another thing black black men's feelings matter black men feelings matter they matter you know and sometimes they just get swept under the rug too much just because, oh, we're supposed to be the man. We're supposed to be the strong ones and we're supposed to be able to deal with what comes at us. Like, no. 
Like, ladies, y'all got to understand, man, when, when a man is hurting, he's hurt. You got to understand that men have feelings, too. Everybody is not not as strong as they portray themselves to be, you know, especially men. Men, men definitely need that comfort. As black men, we need that comfort from black women, or at least the black women that the black men are dating. Cause you know, not every black man is dating a black woman. I, 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 maybe one day I'll talk about that, but I'm not going to talk about that today. But yeah, you get the picture. You feel me? Care about your black man. Think about your black man. Love on your black man. You know? If you cheat on your black man, I guess do whatever you can to keep your black man around, I guess. Because that, that, I don't know. If you guys still want a Will and Jada relationship, hey, <laughs> bad marriage for life. You feel me? Like, that's that's exactly what you're going to get. You know? Some people are okay with open relationships like that. Well, I'm sorry. It wasn't an open relationship, but... Some people are okay with open relationships. I don't I don't know too many black people that are, but yeah. You know, the, you guys have options. <laughs> There's plenty of options. But I I I really uh, I really don't have nothing bad to say about you know, Jada bringing herself to the red table talk. You know, just just the fact with the whole entanglement thing, that's that's really about it. And then with that like it took off on social media so fast like entanglement is the new relationship word in this generation i guess and it's it's ridiculous august alcina even dropped a new song entanglement with rick ross now some people are saying he's petty and he's a loser and he's trash for doing it but in all honesty I don't know. If you guys haven't heard the song, you let me know if it's fire or trash to you. To me, it's fire. I'm 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 gonna give it a fire and emoji. You feel me? And I feel like it was a good business move because you gotta think, ever since the red table talk uh about August Alcina, you know, uh it was called an entanglement. He recently answered to her red table talk and said i don't understand why people are tripping about it i mean that's exactly what it was it it was an entanglement he even said you can go ahead and look up the word entanglement and see what the definition is he had no problem with it august alcina was a he was admitting to everything that she provided he he had no denial for it like i said even dropped the song with rick ross I'm giving it a fire emoji. I like it. You know, you guys check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, I think it's a good business move, you know, especially with how fast the word took off and everybody's using it now. Why not drop a song to it? I, I honestly think August Alcina is using, or they may be using each other, you know, just to, just to get the attention on them. Who knows? But it's still a good business move. He's getting you to listen to a song that's about him and Jada. You feel me? And then on top of that, it, it gives you a chance to go to his new album that he just dropped. Business. So. I don't know. You know. <clears throat> you just. 
You just gotta listen to it. But um, yeah, man, that's that's the red table talk, man. Shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith. Shout out to Will Smith. Shout out to August Alcina. You know, I hope everybody grows from this situation and learns how to move around it. Um, the one thing I don't want August Alcina is try to stretch out this whole situation. You feel me? Like, all right. So you've already did an interview with Angela Yee. All right. So you got Jada Pinkett's attention. Now she answered to your video or your interview and whatnot. So, all right, cool. Now you're answering to her interview with a song. So we get it now. Like we understand you guys had a relationship, you know, but you guys no longer have a relationship. So I think my thing is this, like, I don't want him to, again, try to stretch this whole thing out or at least try to get Jada's attention to where he's like, listen, I'm trying to get back with you. Let it go. She, she done already moved on and she's back with Will. Let the shit go. Man, the the next thing that I want to talk about, man, wild and out, yo. Man, shout first off, shout out to Nick Cannon, man. I'm I'm rooting for Nick Cannon and I don't give a goddamn, bro. As as much as people call Nick Cannon a a corny ass nigga and shit and his music is trash, we get it. We know his music ain't that good. The only song I really know is Gigolo and I fuck with that. You feel me? But at the end of the day, um Nick Nick Cannon is is a good business black man. I I appreciate Nick Cannon for creating Wild and Out, standing strong on Wild and Out, and being able to get Wild and Out to last this fucking long, yo. I'm with Nick Cannon. All right, fuck uh, well, Viacom, yeah, Viacom, CBS, fuck them, fuck MTV, fuck VH1. Alright, we we are with Nick Cannon at this point. The, again, we have to stick together. I don't think Nick Cannon did anything wrong. I don't think Nick Cannon said anything wrong. Nick Cannon was on his own platform, granted. And, and again, I understand a little bit about the business when it comes to these white people. You know, um, Nick Cannon was only on his platform calling out the truth. By him calling out the truth, he showed Viacom, MTV, VH1 their true colors by being exactly what he called out on his platform. In my opinion, you cannot make this shit up. He called white people animals, uh, rapists, uh, the, the, the real, the real destroyers. Uh, in the world, basically, you know, the real fighters, um, them, the white people, and was stating that the black people are the true Hebrews. Where's the lies? Where are the lies? I don't understand how Nick Cannon can get fired for telling the truth. But again, there it is. White people showing their true colors. Oh, you want to sit up here and 
call white people um, animals and and show race hate towards us, we're going to go ahead and get rid of your black ass. That's basically what happened. You know, they wanted to show Nick Cannon who really had the power over him. And again, in my opinion, I honestly don't think Nick Cannon should have apologized. Fuck that apology. Fuck Viacom. Fuck them. You don't need them, bro. Like, you don't. Nick Cannon, like I said, I'm with you, all right? I'm standing with you, and I'm moving forward with you. The fact that you even stated that you've tried to acknowledge Breonna Taylor to get her justice, and they were still silent, says a lot, you know? What what do you need from them? You don't need anything from them. He already got offered by Diddy to come over to Revolt TV. You know, if Nick Cannon can get full rights to Wild and Out, he's going to Revolt TV. That's my call on it. And I, I truly believe they need to go ahead and give him his rights for it because he put in a lot of money into that show. He put in a lot of work into that show. Listen, I've walked, I've watched wild and out since wild and out started i've been a fan since all right the one thing i will tell you for sure is nick cannon is good with his business a few tv shows that nick cannon has worked worked with or been on i've watched you know because they're great shows i'm I'm against this whole firing thing. And I, I really hope to God that they get Nick Cannon where he needs to be because wild and out definitely shouldn't be canceled at all. That's like one of the best TV shows ever. And I've said that multiple times on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like it's, it's just a known fact. Like I love wild and out, bro. Chico Bean, DC young fly, um, Carlos Miller, Jen, uh, Justina Valentine, B. Simone, uh, um, um, what's little nigga from, um, that's so Raven, Conceited, Hitman Holla, uh, Charlie Clips. Um, you know, it's just, it's just so many people on that show, bro. Zoe, uh, they need to bring Zoe back. I wonder why they haven't, but I, I guarantee it. That's a whole Viacom reason. Uh, cause probably the, probably about the same reason why they got rid of, uh, Corey Holcomb, um, and got rid of Carlos Miller, but Carlos M- Miller ended up getting his job back. You feel me? I fuck with Wild and Out. I've been fucking with Wild and Out from, from beginning, bro. When D. Ray Davis was on there, Cat Williams was on there, uh, short, shorty from Atlanta. Um, just a whole bunch of people, bro. Like Wild and Out is one of the greatest shows ever. And for you guys to cancel it? Like, bitch, what? Let me let me tell you guys something. Hold on. So y'all know Wild and Out comes on every Tuesday at eight o'clock. New episode, right? VH one. So this past Tuesday, I'm like, alright, babe. It's about to be eight o'clock. I gotta hurry up and get home. <clears throat> Wild and Out about to start. No, I can't miss no Wild and Out. I love watching Wild and Out. Yeah, I get home, I get me and my daughter situated and whatnot, and I turn to VH1, Fresh Prince is on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why ain't Wild and Out on? I ain't know nothing that was going on. I guess 
the shit had been said that day or whatever, but it got out more the next day. You feel me? So that day I'm just sitting there confused. I'm like, Wildin' out's not on, man. And this is the episode that Fat Boy was going to be on. And I wanted to see that because I fuck with Fat Boy. And I'm just like, all right, man, whatever. I get up the next day. Wildin' out is canceled. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Huh? What the fuck is going on? And then next thing you know, I see I see the reason for why it got canceled. I'm like, bruh, come on, bro. Like, I don't. I'm not saying like Nick Cannon shouldn't have said anything that he said because he should have. You feel me? Especially during the times that we're going through right now where we're trying to get justice. Tell the fucking truth. Like what what the whole what, what's the whole problem? You guys are already taking down statues and monuments and shit. What why can't he speak on the truth? Like let's get the truth out there. But no, as soon as soon as we get to start talking and yapping, it's oh nah, we got to shut him down. That's that's wild, bro. That is wild. I really do hope and pray to God Wild and Out comes back soon, yo. I really do. I really do. Um, I'm about to go ahead and make a phone call real quick. And you already know. Get this black people shit taken care of. All right. One moment. All right. So good shit. Good shit. Um. I got you on episode 12, Black People Shit. Hello, hello. For just another podcast show. You want to go ahead and give the people your name and where they could reach you at? Uh, my name is Jaquan Cooks. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook. And that's pretty much it, man. I don't do too much. I ain't got too much activity going on on social media on too many platforms. So, by name, that's me. All right, all right. So... Um, for everybody that doesn't know, this is my cousin, and I did want to definitely call him for this episode and get a few minutes of his time just to discuss a few things real quick. Uh, so my question that I have for you first is, do you feel that the world is paying attention to the whole Black Lives Matter movement? I do. I don't necessarily know if the light that certain people or certain groups of people shed onto the situation are appropriate or not. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I definitely think it's a, I definitely think it's getting more support and at the same time, more criticism. You know what I mean? It's, it's, but as on any publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. All right. Now, do you think as if, um, so like, of course you, you'll see like companies posting black lives matters on their, um, little social media pages, or they'll post it on their walls or on their windows at the stores and whatnot. Do you think you told, majority, you off, but you're talking about the same companies that, uh, completely ignored all these issues before it was the hip thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, any publicity is good publicity, especially if you are giving light to someone who's trying to send an actual message. Mm-hmm. But that bandwagon stuff, I'm not for it. Yeah, man. Because Yeah, man. Because I just think, like, 
just like I, I stated on the last phone call that I had, you know, like with it being, what's the, with it being, uh, provided to us, uh, by television, like in the commercials and whatnot, I feel like it's, it's just wrong timing for, for, for them to come up with that, you know, because it's like, if black lives truly mattered, like why wasn't this something that was, it would have been part of your message once your message was, you know what I mean? Like, that would have been part of the foundation of whatever message that it is, whatever company is trying to send. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. But, you know, I get it. I get it. And I'm not for it. You know what I'm saying? And that, that goes from big businesses all the way down to individuals on the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> some of these people are only supporting because it's the quote-unquote cool thing to do at the moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, look, a whole bunch of people that was on Facebook, at least personally mine, a whole bunch of people on Facebook talking about Black Lives Matter, that was a week or two ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, ain't nobody saying too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's right. still people out there who are fighting and grinding for it, but... It's not, it's like not as strong. Like, bandwagon is on the top. It's not as strong as it was when it first began, though. Right, because it's a phase. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't even know how black they really are. You know mm. what I'm saying? And, and they just jump on the message without even understanding what the true meaning behind it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but hey, hey man, as long as you're trying to teach yourself, it's never too late. You know what I'm saying? But don't be fake about it. You got to really understand what's going on. You got to really understand what's been going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just jump in and be like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? You can't just do that. You can't be no weekend warrior with it. You got to live it. Because they definitely live their lifestyle of killing us and taking us out and doing whatever they want to us. You know what I'm saying? So facts, facts. Niggas, you got to really stand behind that. Niggas got to start becoming Black Panthers and really mean that shit. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to live that, bro. Because, hey, man, the way they set this country up, the way they tell us to live is not the right way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I agree with everything that encompasses the Black Lives Matter movement. You know what I'm saying? I can't say that. But mm-hmm. this is the first time in a while that we've had a party that's actually been able to stand to represent us in some type of aspect. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So, Very true. We um, got to stand behind them. We got to support our people. What, you know, is, we got, man. what is your take on... No, nah, I'm gonna ask you this one because I asked uh, my my last guest this one, a different one. So, what's okay. your take on the Will and Jada and August Alcina entanglement? <laughs> Excuse me, uh, <laughs> August. August is hey, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like somebody's uncle. <laughs> man, that boy made a mistake. <laughs> that's how I feel I mean I understand it was years ago or whatever the case may be so I don't understand he must be really hurt that's that, you know what I'm saying but other than that bro you supposed to keep that on wraps that like I said man uh, that is Cougar Hall of Fame kitty right there facts you're not supposed to you're not supposed you're supposed to do everything in your power to keep it as low and give gain as much longevity in that situation as possible <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to make something like that last. You know what I'm saying? When she finally do make the decision or 
gain the heart to leave Will. You were supposed to be number one on the draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I don't know, man. That lady's a witch. She did something to him. He I says wanted to he's do it to a me. witch. Nah, I believe it though, man, because it's like if it ha- if it happened years ago and for him to address the shit now it's just like just like I stated earlier, like I really hope bro doesn't try to stretch this whole thing out for real. Like let it die. Because But that just that just goes that speaks volumes in his own you know what I mean, like his own personal insecurities or maybe it's his own personal afflictions or something. If it mm-hmm. happened years ago, why you bring it up now, man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I know hurt hurts, but it gets better. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. You know, you just got to be patient and give it some time. Uh, but, I mean, some niggas don't exactly. have time, so that's that. that. Yeah, man. I wouldn't I, I, I can't judge Will and Jada for whatever lifestyle they're living because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want nobody to judge me for whatever lifestyle I'm living. Mm-hmm. But... The biggest, the pivotal, the, the, the thing that was most needed in that situation was privacy. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and I agree. Apparently, they kept it private for however long they did, and he just busted the bubble. So, I feel like, at the end of the day, regardless of how Will looked from his lady having a side dude, or regardless of how Jada looked for doing all that when they was in some type of separation or whatever, I really feel like August is the loser. Mm-hmm. I really feel like he is because you emotionally vulnerable. You still emotionally hurt from it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not. It doesn't seem like you learned anything from it. You just took pain from it, right. and that's never a good thing. You're supposed to be able to recognize both sides in order to grow. Facts. Facts. He's not growing. That's it. Before I let you go, uh, for every Black People episode, I try to get a. Dear white people message from the people that I call. Uh, so I need okay. you to provide me a dear white people message and a dear black people message. Okay, Dave. You know, I'm going to show love to the culture first. <clears throat> Kiss me. in the air. So dear black people. Dear black people. Times have always been rough for us. And we have never made it any better because... Within the last 40, 45, maybe even 50 years, there's been some paradigm shift where we don't trust each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got to learn to trust each other. We can't build bridges. We can't build connections. We can't build communities without trust. We need to learn how to trust each other. Don't look at your neighbor like he the first one to rob you. Look at your neighbor like he the first one you want to help when you have the ability to help somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my message for the black people. And uh, dear white people, watch y'all motherfucking legs. <laughs> what's wrong with y'all? Like, what's wrong with y'all? Who gets in the shower and washes their shoulder, shoulders all the way down to the belly button and then don't wash their legs? Do you know how nasty the back of your knees smell? <laughs> That's disgusting. Wash your shit, man. Damn. Then we wouldn't call y'all dogs and animals. Oh my god, I love it I love it, that's good shit That's good shit Alright, uh, you wanna go ahead and give the people Your name again Um, yeah, your name again My name is My name is, mi nombre is Jaquan Lamar Hit me up on Facebook, Jaquan Cooks, man 
all love, all peace. All right. I appreciate your time, cuz. I'm going to go ahead and finish this episode and make my other call shortly. Love you, family. Love you, too. (laughs) Bye. All right. Black people say, man, you got to love it. You got to love it, man. That's my cousin, man. Shout out to Quan. Shout out to Quan. Um, The next thing that I actually do want to go ahead and discuss, um, seeing how, you know, he did mention the fact that black people we need to start trusting one another uh there's one nigga that you know you cannot trust because this nigga is not for the culture i don't care what nobody says and i appreciate the music that he's putting out in the past but this man is forever showing that he does not give a fuck what happens to black people shout out to 50 cent Shout out to 50 fucking cent. And you know what's crazy is a lot of people, a lot of people be scared of 50 cent because of how big he is. And again, for you shoot a nigga nine times and he ain't dead, bro. Hell yeah. You might want to be scared of that nigga, bro. And you know, my thing is this 50 cent is Canaan in real life. Like, so you, you, you gotta, you gotta watch out for 50 for real. But. 50 is not for the people. He's never been for the people. For as many black people that he's attacked on Instagram, on social media, Twitter, whatever the case is, 50 Cent is not for the black people. I don't trust 50 Cent. I would never trust 50 Cent. I seen a comment not too long ago that 50 Cent is the feds. And it makes sense. It it honestly makes sense. 50 Cent damn near may just be the feds for him. So... With the whole situation that's going on with Nick Cannon and Wild and Out, and also Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, who comes to be the supervillain in these scenarios? You guessed it, Fifty Cent. So this nigga definitely made comments. Now I'm not too sure of what the comments are, uh, but I do know um, he did make. An attack towards Nick Cannon. And you know, Nick Cannon got a whole beef with Eminem and whatnot. They've been going back and forth as well. Eminem is, of course, with 50 Cent. So who do you think 50 Cent is going to side with? His partner. Excuse me. So from what I've seen on Instagram, I guess, and I don't believe it's a joke, uh, 50 Cent ended up picking up Michael Blackson. And, of course, we all know Michael Blackson is on Wild and Out. So, picked up Michael Blackson to start doing his own show or own videos or some shit like that. I don't know. Called Out Wild. (laughs) Wow. All right. So, that's petty right there. And 50 Cent is one of the most pettiest niggas in the game, for real. Like, legit in the game. So, of course, you know, Nick Cannon made his comment on the post and whatnot, saying that, damn, it'd be your own people and whatnot that really turn your back on you, Michael Blackson. So, if that really is true, that Michael Blackson ended up leaving Wild and Out to do whatever shit with 50 out wild, it's fuck Michael Blackson. Because, again, you're not for the people, in my opinion. You feel me? Like, if you're going to side with 50 Cent, then... You're going to basically say, fuck you niggas. I'm out of here and I'm going to go get this money and I'll do whatever the fuck it is I need to do to get this money. Fuck black people. That's how I'm looking at it because that's how 50 Cent acts. 
50 Cent also attacks on Tory Lanez and the situation that's been going on with him and Meg Thee Stallion. Now, I'm not too sure what he said there, but again, when you see 50 Cent makes a comment or says something about such and such, he's being a dick. 50 Cent is terrible, bro. Like, just as a person, like, his personality and shit, terrible person, like, I don't understand why 50 Cent is how he is, but I guess it's because of how big and strong he is. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Somebody need to beat 50 Cent's ass. I don't know who it is, but, hey, if you think you got it, do that shit. But like I said, 50 Cent is Kanan in real life. Now, you niggas seen power. Kanan is a whole motherfucking monster. So, yeah. But here's one person that's actually not scared of 50 Cent. You got T.I. in the building. Uh, Tip your hat, T.I. Has recently addressed uh, 50 Cent on Instagram and called 50 Cent out and basically stated that he wanted to do a versus battle with him. Call up Timberland, call up Swiss Beats, get your 20 songs, I'll grab my 20 songs. Told him, ain't nobody scared of you. You know, you you may be scaring niggas out in New York, but baby, I'm from the A. I'm from the South. You're not scaring nobody over here, partner. That's what he basically says some shit like that. You know, I don't know if 50 Cent responded to that versus challenge, but I don't know. I might like to see it. I might watch it. You know, 50 Cent versus T.I. Um, I think T.I. got more albums than 50 Cent, but. 50 Cent's albums hold some good weight. That Get Richard Die Trying, that's still a banger till this day. Like, till this fucking day, it's still a banger, bro. Nothing's wrong with that album. So I don't, I don't know. That'll be a good one, though. That'll be a good little matchup to see. Um, but, um, I mean, yeah, bro. 50 Cent, bro, you just gotta. You can't trust that nigga, man. Like, you can't. Like, you cannot. And for for black people to be in the times that we're going through right now and for 50 to still come out and try to tear people down or kick them while they're down, it's like, you, you can see that you're not for the people. Whatever. Fuck 50. Speaking of T.I., I guess T.I. had also recently stated that if anybody tries to have an entanglement with Tiny, that they'll die. Um, Just want to share my thoughts, you know, because I didn't want to share it on Facebook when I first seen it. But I'm going to go ahead and do it on my platform, my podcast show. Um, T.I., I don't think you have anything to worry about, my brother. Uh, to be completely honest, I think. You and Tiny's marriage will be successful and be as perfect as you want it to be. I do not believe that you have anything to worry about any with anybody wanting to entangle with your wife. Um, You know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe there is somebody that maybe want to entangle with your wife. But in my opinion, I think you're good. I just think you're good. I don't know. You know, I just think like... I never really seen Tiny attractive to me, at least, you know, like 
even with her being in escape, I, I've never seen it. Like she just didn't give me the look. So I don't know. You know, maybe Floyd Mayweather might try to entangle with your wife. But then at that point, you know, you just got to go into another episode with him and throw the hands with him again. That's really all it is. By the way, I truly believe T.I. can beat Mayweather without the gloves. But hey, it's just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. Bro, the next thing, man, Tory Lanez and Meg The Stallion, yo. So, some of us assumed that Tory Lanez was smashing Meg The Stallion. At this point, who knows what the story is. Um, but from our, my understanding, I believe it was last Sunday. Last Sunday, Tory Lanez got arrested for possession of gun. Meg the Stallion was in the car as well. Uh, that's what the sources originally said on Sunday. However, later on in the week, uh, it stated that Meg the Stallion was actually trying to flee from the scene, uh, while Tory Lanez had his gun in his hand out the car, you know, um, attempting to shoot Meg the Stallion. Some other sources are saying that Tory Lanez is stating that that's not what happened and it was an accident, you know, that he accidentally shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. But Meg the Stallion ended up posting on Instagram in regards of the matter and stated this. On Sunday morning, I suffered a gunshot wound as a result of a crime that was committed against me and done with the intention to physically harm me. I was never arrested. The police officers drove me to the hospital where I underwent surgery to remove the bullet. I'm incredibly grateful to be alive and that I'm expected to make a full recovery. But it was important for me to clarify the details about this traumatic night so of course you know after her posting that everybody went off oh Tory Lanez out here shooting Meg the Stallion like what little 5'3 short ass nigga doing shooting her tall ass for this that and the third now I put it to y'all like this because I am a Tory Lanez fan and I'm really not too sure what to think about the situation for real now, if he did do it intentional, then it, it's got to be fuck him at that point. Because it's like, damn, bro, it's already bad enough. You know, people around the world got to deal with domestic violence within their relationships and whatnot. You feel me? But you're not even in a relationship with Meg. And for you to try to harm her or at least try to attempt to kill her and take her life. Bro, she's a black woman. Like, that's that's not even what you're supposed to do as a black man. Like, we all know we all know now you're short and you may not be that much of a protection towards a woman. But, hey, bro, you got a gun. You're not supposed to use that against her. You're supposed to use that against a nigga that's trying to harm her. The game is backwards. You know, the game is real backwards. 
But I, I truly hope that Tory Lanez was not trying to physically harm Meg the Stallion. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you don't know the true story for real. I mean, granted, we got Meg's side of the story. The only thing that we got from Tory Lanez is the fact that it was an accident. You know, he hasn't been on Instagram for for what I've seen. He hasn't dropped anything. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't done any interviews in regards of the matter. You know, uh, the last thing that I heard in regards of Tory Lanez is that he got out this past Thursday on bond. Um, so he's, he's out, you know, he is free. He's, he's roaming the streets and whatnot, but he's just not speaking on it. So that also puts me to think like, well, maybe he did mean to harm her for real because why ain't he speaking on it? Like, and it's, it's still, of course, being talked about, you know, this is, we're living in, we're living in the year of age where social media is everything. Everybody goes to social media for literally everything. You feel me? So it's not like this, this died down and whatnot. And even if it did die down and he tries to come back and try to show his face off and whatnot, people are still going to want to know like, yo, what happened that night? But like I said earlier, man, I feel like the only way to resolve this matter is to do a quarantine radio uh, with Meg Lasalle and Tory Lanez. Like, that's needed. They need to do that. Period. I don't know, man. Shout out to Meg, though, for, for at least not losing her life, you know, and not getting her kneecap shot because, baby, we need them knees. We need them knees. And also the thing, the crazy thing about it is like, what, what was the situation for real? Because from my understanding, from my understanding, Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion are friends. You feel me? So why, why, why did he even have a gun out in the first place? It's wild, man. Like it's real wild. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk about. You know what? I'll, I'll wait. Let me, let me make this phone call. Yes. Damn, that was quick. Hey, what's up? Hey. So, I got you on the air. This is episode 12 for just another podcast show black people shit and giving you a call just to discuss a few black people shit uh you want to go ahead and give your name and where the people can reach you at my name is tiffany um underscore 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 tiffany c on all social media platforms and what else would you like to inquire b <laughs> <laughs> all right good shit good shit i love it i love it all right so i'm gonna ask you a few questions uh for the episode today um and again black people shit um the first thing that i have for you here um in regards of the black lives matter movement do you feel as if the world is really paying attention to it i feel like yes um that people are starting to wake up more 
and starting to actually support Black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen things around the city, how uh, people are coming together to, you know, bring light into businesses that have been around the city that we have not, you know, been aware about. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, do you, do you feel as if with everything that's been going on um, in regards of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmed Arbery, do you feel as if white people are really starting to show that they care about us screaming for Black Lives Matters and for police to stop killing black people? I think that it has brought more light to address the issues that we face and struggle with every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this has been going on for years and it's just now, you know, being more exposed. I think the pandemic has actually exposed things more too because hmm. we have more that. time on our hands. Like, you know, people are at home, so it's more time for us to do research and actually be engaged into activities and, you know, different things around the city. True. So, yes. Very true. Very true. So, I definitely am glad that you answered the phone because I wanted to ask you this question because I've already asked two different questions with the callers I had earlier. What is your take about Wild and Out being canceled? First off... Right? They did not have to cancel my man like that. <laughs> um, a lot for us like black communities and has been for years like just we were kids so hopefully uh he will be able to go to another channel um mm-hmm. but uh what he felt yeah I, be- I believe everything that he said you know wasn't a lie you feel me i feel like the truth needs to be uh spoken on and that's exactly what he was doing i i feel like he did nothing wrong the only thing that I feel that he did wrong was to apologize to them. And I feel like that that's not even needed. They don't need an apology. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a family member in New York and she was saying she feels like, cause she, I addressed my, uh, one of my superiors as ma'am. Mm-hmm. She was like, you should not do that. Don't address them as ma'am because that gives them like the power to feel like, you know, that they have authority over you and they don't. Uh, I feel like didn't have apologized, but maybe he felt like that was the only thing he could do at that time. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so with Wild and Out being canceled, uh, what is one of your segments within the show? What do you mean? Like you know how they have kick him out the classroom. Oh, like what was one of my favorite games? Yeah. Definitely the classroom one. Um, and that's the newest one. And the Wild Styles. Oh, the Wild Styles be fire. Right, because I riff you right now. Why Why I got to be riffed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kick about the classroom. In the classroom. You don't want to. Hey, what are you doing hey, in the classroom? <laughs> Nah, man, I was salty, man, for real, because I really wanted to watch that episode with Fat Boy that was going to drop on Tuesday, man. Maybe YouTube will have it or something. Oh, I'm about to. I'm about to check. You know how they be releasing stuff. 
Yeah, once I, once I get done recording, I'm gonna check that. I'm gonna check that. Um, the next thing that I have for you uh, is actually the last thing. So, for every Black People episode, I tried to do a Dear White People and a Dear Black People message. I would like for you to provide a Dear White People and Dear Black People message, please. Okay. Dear black people, uh, take care of your mental health. Um, if there's someone that you need to talk to, try. There's many resources around uh, because mental health is very important. Mm-hmm. People don't underestimate what black people can do. Mm. Um, I feel like they do that a lot. Yeah, they do. And we are not to be fucked with because we are amazing beings and we will continue to be. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And there's no lies in that. No lies in that. Um, Tiff, you want to go ahead and provide your information on where people can reach you at one more time? Yes. Three underscores, Tiffany C. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms. I'm a fake spiritual um, advisor. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) if you need to reach out in regards to mental health or anything, please feel free to do so. I'm more than willing to listen and be an open ear. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you for answering the call. I will hit you up in the chat. Thank you, B. Not a problem. Bye-bye. Yeah, and again, once again, if you guys would like to join the Kingdom Chat, if you have iMessage, you are more than welcome to come over. Um, However, if you are not willing to interact with the group, I will end up kicking you out. All right. So the next thing that I wanted to actually discuss, um, Netflix movie that just dropped, Fatal Affair with Omar Epps and Nia Long. Man, this movie was boo-boo. I ain't really got to say too much on this movie. This movie was kind of eh. You know, when I've seen the preview, I've already said that it gives me the obsessed vibes with Beyonce in it and whatnot. Um, but definitely didn't realize that it, it, it relates to a few other movies that I forgot about. Um, movies like The Perfect Guy, The Intruder. Uh, till death do us part when the bow breaks and no good deed. I watched, I've watched three of those movies along with obsessed, you know, and for real, for real, they really are the same movies. There's not anything different about any of these movies for real. Um, besides the fact that they're different characters and different actors and actresses. Um, yeah, I'm I'm rating that movie a five. You know, uh, another thing that was pointed out on social media: you gotta love black people. Black people will do some black people shit. Why the fuck did they end up catching Nia Long holding the phone upside down when she was making a phone call? Zoomed in on it and everything. At first, I was trying to figure out what's wrong with the picture. I thought it was something wrong with her fingers or her nails. But then I looked at it closer and I was like. Bro, the camera is upside down. Like, wow. The caption, the caption of the pictures was this fatal affair movie was some mid. After seeing that shit, I, I may have to agree. Cause at first I gave it a six. 
I gave it a six. But then after I seen that picture, I'm like, oh yeah, drop that down to a five, bro. Because if I would have gave it a five, it definitely would have been a four. You feel me? Um, granted, you know, I don't, I don't think it was a waste of my time watching the movie simply because I watched the movie with my girlfriend. You feel me? We we ended up watching it together. Um, I I actually stayed up watching it too, so. It was entertaining to watch, but it's not a movie that I could watch multiple times. You know, um, that's a one and done movie. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched that movie, uh, go watch that movie once. Um, but after that, let it go. Or matter of fact, if you haven't watched the movie, don't watch it. Because again, if you've watched the other movies that I've that I've stated, it's literally the same movie. You're not missing nothing. Um. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I'm. That wild and out situation, man. That really is the one that got me stuck for real. Cause it's just like, damn, bro. Like, I'm gonna miss all the games that Wild and Out had to offer. Um. Damn. Like one one of my favorite games with Wild and Out was the Pick Up and Kill It one. Another one was the uh, I ple- plead the fifth. Um, that kick him out the classroom. That's the newest one, but that that one's also my favorite. You feel me? Plead the fifth is probably my top, like my top priority favorite one. And I'm I'm really gonna miss that show, man, because it's just wow, bro. Wow, like there's really no need. I mean, like I said, I get it, but we we gotta get my nigga on a different network. You feel me? Like I said, it's fuck MTV, fuck VH1, fuck Viacom, CBS, you know. And the one thing that I'm I'm curious about because I've seen a, a few networks that Viacom owns and whatnot. Um, one one specific one is Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., anything Nick. And you got to understand, Nick Cannon owns a certain percentage of that network. So I'm actually curious to know how that plays out as well because Nick Cannon doesn't just own Wild and Out, you feel me? Or not own because he doesn't have the full rights to Wild and Out, but you get what I'm saying. But at the at the end of the day, he has Wild and Out, Nickelodeon, Nick Nick Jr., all that all that good stuff. You know. So when it comes to him him being canceled and him being fired Nick is good on money, but he still needs to continue the show. Whether it's continuing Wild and Out, continuing his podcast, he's still gonna push through. And like I said, I'm I'm with him. I'm with him on it. I'm not going nowhere. I am definitely not going anywhere. Uh, there was another post that I seen. Um, because we all, well, if you've seen it. Um, we all seen where Nick Cannon stated that he was going to finish the documentary for Dr. CB, uh, that Nipsey Hussle was getting ready to start. And we were all stating, uh, protect Nick Cannon, you know, cause if he finishes that documentary and gets it out, the world will know the truth about everything. So of course, protect Nick Cannon. So the post that I seen was, yo, y'all remember when y'all said protect Nick Cannon when Nipsey died? Now is the time. Now is that definitely the time to protect Nick Cannon. All right. Um, <clears throat> dear black people, 
I love you all, man. I really do. Regardless of the black people shit that you guys do, at the end of the day, I love us. You know? I love what we do. I love what we have to offer for the world. I love that we are the true creators. I love us. All right? I love our skin color. I love everything about black people. Dear white people, you guys will forever be trash. You will forever be a Donald Trump supporter to me. I am sorry that it has to be that way. For those of the white people that I am good with and friends with, I love you guys. You know, I don't have a problem with you. But the only problems that I would have with you guys is the fact that you're not addressing your fellow white individuals in regards of black people. Um, especially if you have those fellow white individuals that talk down on black people or even say nigger around you, but won't say it around us. And you're not trying to stop them from doing that. Then, yes, I have a problem with you. Okay. I appreciate your guys' time. I really do. Season 2, episode 12, Black People Shit. I am your favorite podcast host. I am from Jupiter. This is just another podcast show. Please reach out to me on Show underscore for Twitter. Just another podcast show for Facebook. Just another podcast show for Instagram. Um, and again, I am from Jupiter is my personal Twitter page. I am period from Jupiter Instagram. Uh, don't follow me on Facebook. I'm not following you back. I don't give a damn who you are. All right. But the other social medias reach out to me. Um, if you guys have a favorite wild and out game, reach out to me. Let me know which one of those games are your favorite. Give me a time of Wild and Out that you watched that you thought was the most funniest time of your of your day of that episode. All right. I love you all. I really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Episode 13 will be on the way. Enjoy the rest of your day.